Welcome to the first official episode of the Cinema Australia podcast. Uh, my name is Matthew Eels and I'm the founder and editor of Cinema Australia, which is uh, an online space dedicated to the support and promotion of Australian-made films uh, through independent news, reviews, features and interviews. Uh, some listeners may already be aware that we've been publishing recorded interviews over at cinemaaustralia.com.au for some time now. Uh, but this new format, available uh, on iTunes and other podcast services, will be how we present them uh, from now on. If you're discovering Cinema Australia for the first time here, then uh, you can head over to our site if you're interested in listening to uh, some of our earlier stuff. Uh, the intro will evolve over time, but for now we're quite happy with it. Uh, some of the voices heard in it are Patrick Brammel, uh, Brendan Cow, uh, Sophie Hyde, who directed 52 Tuesdays, uh, Jennifer Kent, who of course directed uh, The Babadook, uh, Rolf Deheer, Warwick Thornton and Cinema Australia favourite uh, Steve Bisley. Uh, in this episode I chat with a very talented and very gorgeous Rada Mitchell about her new film Looking for Grace, uh, which was filmed in Western Australia where Cinema Australia just happens to be based. Uh, Rada is one of the more relaxed interviews I've ever done. Uh, she made me feel very comfortable and came across as a very easygoing person. Uh, you'll hear her munching away on a Toblerone about halfway through and at one point she misplaces it and goes into a little bit of a frenzy. It's quite beautiful, actually. Uh, I also asked Rada about Greg McLean's new film, Six Miranda Drive, in which she stars... Uh, I didn't mention Greg's last name, so I thought I'd mention it here just to let listeners know who I was actually talking about. Uh, Rada and Greg worked together on Greg's other film, uh, Rogue, and of course Greg directed Wolf Creek uh, and its sequel. Uh, anyway, enjoy. So, WA, have you uh, been here before? Um, yes, well, for the shoot, I guess, but yeah. prior to that, no. Really? Well, really, yes, once. <laughs> once I missed my flight back from Thailand, Oh yeah. and I had to stop in Perth for a day. Yeah. So, yes, but it was very brief, and it was very, very long time ago. Yeah, right, okay. So, no. <laughs> yes, but no, yes, no. Sort of ish. <laughs> uh, I imagine that you've read a lot of scripts. What was it about Suze that, um, that convinced you to come all the way from California to WA? Um... Well, there's an element of surprise in the piece, which sort of uh, excited me. Um, but also, I was just interested in the um, in the poetry of it, and also in the rhythm of the dialogue. I felt like there's something that sparse use of dialogue. There's this wry humour mm. that could be mined, and yet there's this very deep emotional impact that's subtle and isn't somehow 
There's no moral. Mm. I like that about it. Mm. There's no moral, and the plot is unusual. It's the story, which even in its construction is original. There's four different perspectives, you know, reflecting on this incident. Mm. Um, and you have this real sense that everybody's lives, consciously or unconsciously, are impacting each other. Anyway, it, it, it sort of gives you that impression without slamming it down your mm. throat, if that mm. makes sense. Subtle, yeah. subtle storytelling. And you mentioned that, uh, that shock. Uh, how hard mm. is it to uh, talk about the film without uh, not um, talking well, about it? Well, actually, I don't talk about it at all. Yeah. It was more just that that was part of when I got to that point. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, that, mm. I didn't expect that at all. Um, and that's, that's an interest to be surprised. Yeah, yeah. So uh, during this film, it's uh, gradually revealed that not everything is at its, as it seems with... Uh, with uh, the characters, uh, mm-hmm. yours and Richard's in particular, mm-hmm. uh, there's a mysterious insecurity to them. Did your did your approach to Denise change much as you read the script and learnt more about her? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I said to Sue before we'd met, like, who is Denise? And she's like, I don't really know. Who is she? And I'm like, I don't know. So then we're like, let's find out. Mm-hmm. Um, and who she was, I think, is... I think she's like people, I think she's probably relatives that I wouldn't want to point the finger at, but people I feel like I've engaged with. Um, uh, partly, she's a little bit, of, I mean, there's pieces of my mum that I ripped off, um, pieces of myself that I ripped off, uh, you know, from a really kind of basic perspective. She's a suburban housewife. Mm. Um, but there is mystery to her, and I, it, I felt that Sue did something, and we were working on something quite unique to try and have this sort of caricature element but still have this um, this whispering of darkness underneath it, this kind of mystery there. Mm. Um, and I think it also, what was funny about Denise to me was that she didn't understand anything. Like she'd be in a space and it was somehow strange, like whatever it was. Granted the situations had become strange but a lot of her sentences would end in question marks. Like, everything for her was a question. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a funny character trait. She, she was just sort of adrift a lot of the time, trying to make sense of it and yeah. control these little things mm. to contain the experience. Mm. And speaking of those question marks, mm-hmm. uh, Sue said that uh, she left a lot of room in the script for actors to improvise. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this something that's appreciated uh, as an actress? And Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we... R- deviated too much from the text but we had a lot of fun with well maybe we did actually at times just riff um and that's fun if you're with another actor that you can or with you're with a group of actors where that you can um and certainly the last kind of director you ever want to work with is someone who's like uptight about every word that they wrote and is you don't want to work with anyone precious Mm -hmm. um and sue um i think enjoys the process of discovery, mm. um, which is when you really feel like there's some sort of magic going on. Yeah, right. Uh, Odessa is a... It's Odessa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a brilliant young actress. Mm-hmm. She's done a couple of films uh, now, and she's got a big mm-hmm. career ahead of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Richard just seems to get better with age. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us a bit about working with both of them? Um, well, yeah, Odessa was, I think, sort of a discovery, um, and she's sort of come to that point in her self as a person and also in her career where she's sort of blossoming um, and I think the character kind of reflected some part of herself um, this sort of character running free running wild mm. um, and she was easy, great to work with because she just so um, embodied the spirit of, of grace and in a way 
is the soul of the film, the spirit of the piece. Mm. Um, and Richard, I think, has just nailed what it is to be an Australian. Like he's just got it down. He can he can play with it. He can make it funny. He can make it. He can add pathos. He's just um, he's nailed it. Um, so it was good for me to work with him, um, not being as familiar. I mean, because you. There's a sense of being Australian, just being Australian, but there's a sense of demonstrating it. And he figured out that. He's totally nailed that. So yeah. I felt like I was learning from him. Right. Had you met him before? Did I'd you? met him, yeah, but um, didn't really know him very well. Mm. So I kind mm. of got to know him in making the film. Yeah. So did it take much for you guys, to the three of you, to click as a family? Um, no, I think because we were having a good time. Yeah. So if you're having a good time with anyone, you get along. Yeah. Um, and I think we understood the dynamic and I think we enjoyed the foibles in our characters. Like we were enjoying their weaknesses and, um, yeah, it was, it was a pleasure, really. A great costume design and makeup uh, is of vital importance to most uh, Hollywood mm-hmm. films. Uh, and I'm sure you've been fussed over from time to time mm-hmm. in, the, in the makeup department. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it nice to make a film dressed in workout clothes and <laughs> joggers for most of the uh, shoot? Purple fleece. Um, <laughs> Was it? It was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, actually, me and the wardrobe lady had a good time because, whatever, we thought things were funny that I don't know if other people would find amusing at all. But mm. we found the color apricot funny, <laughs> and we found the color purple funny. So we could insert these color palette into the character, and mm. that um, that was probably kind of an in joke. But I think it it does actually, you know, like pastel green. Mm. Um, that was just that was all fun. Getting dressed was always fun. Yeah. Being stuck in exercise gear was sort of ridiculous, but to be perfectly frank, I find myself often stuck in exercise gear. Oh, really? <laughs> just in day to day. Well, because I go to I do yoga a lot in the morning, oh. and then I just sort of get stuck in that outfit for yeah. a while. Yeah. Well, to tell you the truth, I just got out of my exercise clothes before I came here. Well, you've, so you've at least put on some jeans. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky. I'm on it. <laughs> I was going to put on shorts, but I thought, no, I better put on pants. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. You've acted in Neighbours, uh, but you're not known as a soapy, mm-hmm. and uh, you've acted in horror, but you're not known as a screen queen, and mm-hmm. uh, you've done comedy, drama, action, but your mm-hmm. career has never been defined by any particular genre. Mm-hmm. Is this intentional on your behalf? Yeah. I think I've always... Yeah, I was saying I look for the contrast in the characters and also in the career. Like, you don't want to repeat yourself. But you're always, I'm always keen to see something else or try something else. Um... And also to sort of morph into the theme mm. in some capacity mm. has always been of interest. I think when it really, <laughs> we've really had the opportunity to do that. Um, it was a smaller part in this TV show about the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. And it was during some sort of SAG strike or something. So there wasn't so many options. So I was like, okay, for sure, I'll do it. But all I had to do was run around a lot of the time and say, where are the guns? We must get the guns, you know. But for some reason, they picked me to play the part. But they're like, but you have to look like Jewish in a way. They could never be recognized for non-Jewish because you're stuck in the ghetto. Mm. So you're going to have a false nose, black eye contacts, (laughs) and brown hair. Um, So every day I was morphing into this different face. Um... And you get used to it. You just get used to the other look and you identify with that. It's so interesting mm. to play like that because you disassociate from your body. Mm-hmm. Would you say that uh, Denise is one of the more different characters that you've ever played? 
Denise, yes. I don't think I've had the opportunity to play. I mean, I've played women looking for their children mm. in different genres, but mm. nothing like this. Mm. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you get much time to watch Australian films and keep up to date with local talent? Ish, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have all these Australians in film screenings in LA. Oh, or right. if I'm on the plane, I'm always watching the Australian movie. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Qantas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's a great place to catch up with everything including books you know your whole yeah. life you can catch up with on the plane mm. um, so yeah I feel like there's some really interesting stuff coming out of Australia really and I, I'm sort of lucky to know some of the sort of filmmakers or the producers that are doing stuff here so yeah I feel kind of connected to it yeah, so can I ask you uh, who um, might have stuck out lately? Any local talent that's really stuck out well, to you or any local films? Well, I mean, Odessa, I think, oh, yeah. sticks out yeah. um, and will be someone to watch, so mm. I'm glad to have worked with her. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, she was also in The Daughter, which mm. I haven't yet seen, but both films were screening in Venice when we were there. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's so awesome. she was like the darling of the festival. Yeah. Um, and that was oh yeah that was a great kind of way to premiere this project mm, was mm. in that context so from Queridon to Venice you know unreal um, <laughs> so I got to wear you know from exercise gear to like Oscar de la Renta <laughs> um, so that was a fun transition um, who else am I like liking the work of um, well I think my friend Jamie Hilton who's out here at the moment has got some interesting projects cooking um, including the Tim Winton novel Breath oh, which yeah. is going to shoot Western Australia. Yeah. Um, there's a project that we're working on potentially together that will manifest at some point. So not really? About. So we might see you back here? or uh, We'll be somewhere else. Oh, but, right. um, sort of working on a thing. Yeah. Um, what else? Who else? I don't know. Remind me. Trigger my memory. Oh, there's been so many. There's a lot. Now you put yeah. me on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's so much information out there. Pull it out. Our entire website's based around Australian movies, and I can't think of one oh, off the top of my head. Oh, you must have one. Like the dressmaker. Well, Strangerland, actually, was one of them. I have seen it. And right. that was uh, Kim Farrant, uh, oh. stunning, stunning director. Oh, okay. So she Ivan Sen is, is my favourite director. Oh, Ivan, yeah. I've, yeah. I've met him a few times. Have you? Yeah. I've never, I want to meet him. I yeah, think he's, he's really interesting. I was... um. I was on. I discovered his work because uh, I was, I was the president of the jury for the Antipodean Film Festival in Saint Tropez. Right. What a difficult gig that is. Um, How'd you learn that? I don't know. I was like, yeah, I'll come. <laughs> and, and so that's a festival, believe it or not, of just sort of New Zealand and Australian movies mm. in Saint Tropez. So mm. French audience, a couple of French jurors, and a couple of Australian jurors, yeah. um, and. His movie Mystery Road yeah. was screening that year, mm-hmm. and I was so pushing to get it to to. We got some award, but you have to all agree on the same uh, thing right. and whatever. But uh, notably, he was, um, I think, doing something unique and and Tasman. We gave her the actor acting award, oh, and then she's right. also in this movie. So oh yeah, she is. There you yeah, go. Of course, strange how everything is connected. <laughs> um, do you get asked a lot of Woody Allen questions? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, because he's in my next one. Um, It would seem uh, to the average movie-going punter that directors like Sue and Woody are worlds apart in terms of uh, technique and style. Are there parallels between the two? You took the title. Okay. Are there parallels between the two? Yeah, well, they're both auteur directors. They both direct their own work. And in this case, Sue wrote the piece. 
Um, so they have that in common. I think they have their own... Um, they have a unique voice. Um, I think, actually, what Sue's doing um, is super interesting. I think she's speaking, obviously, with a certain amount of life wisdom that you don't uh, encounter often because, you know, the directors are pigeonholed into some certain age bracket and some certain sex and you just keep getting the same messages and the same stories, which are great, but they're not, they don't give you a sense of diversity of perspectives. Mm. Um, and if anything, this movie gives you a multiple of diversity of perspectives. You have the geriatric, I shouldn't say that, the mature perspective, <laughs> the middle-aged perspective, and the adolescent perspective, and then even the perspective of a character that has no perspective. Yeah. Um, that's interesting to me. Mm. Um, and I think Sue's a real individual in the same way that Woody Allen is. I don't feel like you encounter a Sue Brooks type every day. Yeah. Um, she's a real self-made, self-evolved person. Mm. Good answer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably longer than you expected. No, no. Speaking mm. of uh, the, uh, not the geriatric, but the mature... Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, perspective. Uh, Not that there's it? anything wrong with it. No, no. But what was it uh, like w- working with um, Terry Norris? Yeah, so great. Yeah. Um, I love. I think out of all the actors in the movie, in this particular movie, he nailed the tone mm-hmm. so well. <laughs> I mean, because the tone was something we were all exploring. Yeah. And he has a grace and a charm and a sense of timing and humor and a, re- a sense of realness and compassion he's just really lovely to watch wow. I would love to just see the whole sequel with Terry <laughs> yeah. he had the cinema in hysterics I mean people mm. were laughing out loud I actually saw really? people with their heads back laughing it's, I think there was a line mm. in it how about some crumpet with his, oh, with his missus part. and he oh, throws yeah. her on the bed oh yes how about some crumpet <laughs> well, where did that That's line hot. come from right <laughs> well, you use that next time but what a great scene and I love it that she just Went there with it, you mm. know. Very honest as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're on my dicky knee. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the dialogue too. It's yeah. so ridiculous, but it's so honest and yeah. so you've heard it mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of questions. Uh, what can you tell us about Six Miranda Drive and what it was like working with uh, Greg on, uh, again, oh, Greg. on his first American film? Mm. His first American film? Yeah. Mm. Um. Everyone just falls in love with Greg. He's just so much fun. I think he was the youngest of a bunch of siblings, so he's sort of so socialised and so creates a vibe on set where everyone's like, oh, let's go to work, you know. (laughs) It's never a drag to show up. Um, So it's basically a story about a haunted house um, and sort of where you can go with that kind of a plot line. Mm -hmm. And an interesting... um, Again, interesting actors in the movie. Um, Lucy, um, Lucy is Australian as well. Um, yeah. What's her last name right now? Jurak? <laughs> no. <laughs> Lucy, what? No, Lucy. Okay, you're going to have to look it okay. up. Okay. I'll look it up. But she's also a very interesting Australian actress. Yeah. Who's playing a teenager but is probably in her 20s or something now. Um, and uh, interesting children act as another interesting little kid actor in it who's probably 25 now but anyway um, and Kevin Bacon yeah. so cool cast um, sort of a, a really creepy um, creepy story right okay uh, not Lucy Fry is it yes yeah right yes <laughs> five stars yes uh, yeah 
Um, she was in Now Had Add Honey recently as well, another Australian film. Oh, she did really? really well. yeah. yeah, she's really talented. Oh, yeah, too. gorgeous day. Very beautiful, yeah. very talented. Yeah. Um, alrighty, well, that's everything that I have. Mm. So thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Comment.